everybody, this is Jeff Ashkin in Los Angeles, California, with Roy Cole in Jersey City, New Jersey, and Derek Kessler in Yokohama, Japan. And this is Coast to Coast to Coast, our concluding conversation with artist and filmmaker Wesley Gunn. Enjoy! Okay, so this topic has been going around for a, for a while, and to give a little background before we get to it, uh, I used to read Roger Ebert's uh, movie reviews, and toward the end of his life, he was getting more and more vocal about other topics online, uh, answering questions about just, you know, life, politics, stuff in general that was not film-related, and I found it equally fascinating. He lent his opinion about whether video games are considered art, and he was of the mindset that no, Video games cannot be considered art. It caused, uh, I'd say, a fairly large firestorm of controversy uh, around that statement. His specific reasoning was, art cannot, art doesn't have an objective to win. Video games have an objective. I guess what he's saying, essentially breaking it down, you know, you play Mario Brothers, there's an objective to win. There's nothing to win by looking at, you know, the Last Supper, I guess. So. I mean, you can look at his uh, articles if you'd like, but I wanted to pose it to all of us because I know we all grew up with video games and they were a big part of our childhood development. And I know they've influenced, certainly influenced my writing as well. So I pose it to the group here. Are video games considered art? It's hard to say. I, there's, you could break a game down, I think, into a lot of different elements. They're like, there's like an art to everything, I would argue that you know things that aren't art like there's there's an art to vacuuming there's an art to uh i don't know whatever just like the most mundane stuff you can think of that's um, next week's topic by the way is is vacuuming art the so art of vacuuming don't, don't skip ahead one direction one direction <laughs> whatever <laughs> well i didn't answer the question i just posed it just listen to our vacuum conversations go to suck anyway <laughs> Uh, that reminds me, oh, that reminds me of um, no, that reminds me of a game. So, and like there was a game called Starship Titanic, which was uh, written by Douglas Adams and Terry Jones, and there was a character called the Succubus, and they would like suck stuff up and send it somewhere else. But it was like a robot, like uh, pneumatic system or something, and uh, <laughs> its line was, "I suck and I blow." Anything else, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Left an impression on you. Yeah, it sure did. Uh, But, you know, I mean, there's like, I would say there's, they can be very, games can be very artistic. The design can be beautiful. I think the story is an art form if you have a game with a story. And I think the, like, puzzles or problems in a game uh, is another, you can look at that as an art form. I think there's there's an art to design a puzzle or a problem or a challenge, and um, I think if you're just looking at like maybe Roger Ebert, I don't know, I don't know when he was like making that argument, but like uh, around 2010, like a couple of years before uh, he died in 2013. So games have progressed to a point where the graphics were very impressive, and I think you know the. Well, originally, I, I feel like a lot of video games had, you know, lives, and you had to, you know, play and you know, play. And if you 
you played the game until you died and you had to play from the beginning again. And I think they became more artistic as we've gotten older because a lot of, I think a lot of video game developers, like you said, want to do more of a story, but I want to get to my opinion just yet. So I guess I post to you again. So are you saying yes, they're considered art or no? What do you think? I would say, yeah, I would say, I, I think there are some games that are more artful than others. Mm. Um, and, uh, um, I can't really think of a, an example of a game that I couldn't say is artistic in some way. But, um, like, personally, like, I mean, there's just, like, some weird games that I would definitely argue are a form of art. Like, right now, um, I've been playing games by this developer. His name's Cosmo D, and he's got a series of games. The first one, you can play for free. If you download it from Steam, it's called Off. Peak, O-F-F dash P-E-A-K. And it's like, it's just bizarre. It's like it takes place in this train station and you just go around meeting these weird-ass characters and encountering these strange situations. And it's just like, it's so different than any other uh, game or scenario you've uh, I've ever encountered in a game. And, uh, and he's got... There's two more, the Norwood Suite, and then Tales from Off Peak City, which I think he's gonna he's gonna start doing like different uh, stories within Tales from Off Peak City. Right now, it's like Tales from Off Peak City Volume One is out, and uh, not only is the the game is really bizarre and cool. It's like walking through your own weird dream. Uh, it's very surreal, but the, the music is fantastic, too. And uh, so with each of these releases, I've downloaded the soundtrack for each of these games. I would argue that they're definitely an art form at this point. Right. So basically, what it sounds, from what you're saying, it sounds like you're saying that maybe video games have evolved into art. Maybe they didn't start out that way, but now they are. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, but I mean, I... Even like the most basic games, like back in the day, I don't know what, like Atari, like I, I like Pong. I, think there, I mean, there's definitely, a, yeah, Pong is uh, Pong art. Alleyway, uh, <laughs> the, uh, I mean, there's a game to, I mean, sorry, there's an art to designing like those obstacles. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, it may not be straight up art, but there's uh, an artistic aspect to the design process for sure. Right. Well, and that, with that in mind, I want to move on to our friend who's in video games, uh, Derek. We have the, art, the artist's impression. What about yours? Well, I think it's an interesting topic. Um, I can definitely understand why Roger Ebert would say he didn't consider them art. Um, I can also say I can understand people who consider them art. I think uh, in human history, art movements have been defined as something that defies what came before it and that right. accepted as art like look at andy warhol and you know hit, hit how can you call art you know just reproduced photos of campbell soup you know how how can that be art but i think it's not about you know the what up until then it was like whether you have the skill to create the artistic skill to to paint something or to frame something in a certain way and i think at that point it questions society as to whether 
um, there was any artistic merit in what he was doing. So I think it, a lot of people at the time were divided. And now he's universally considered an artist. So right. I think with video games, um, the aspect of whether you're able to win the game or not, I don't really know if that can be considered art, that specific aspect of it. I think there are different elements of a video game that can be considered art, um, that can definitely be considered art. For example, every game has an art style. Whether right. you're starting with Pong, or you're looking at Pac-Man, or you're looking at Super Mario Brothers, or even more recent games that have much more lush art, um, I think all of them can be considered a form of art uh, from a visual perspective. So like with Pong, um, I don't think there was any visual that was similar to that up until that point, because there was no need to create such a, like a rudimentary canvas. You know, like no one would ever think of that because that, but it was just playing to the limitations of the hardware for video games at the time. So I think if you look at it that way, you could consider Pong or like Pac-Man as art because it is an embodiment of what society was doing at the time as, as a form of entertainment. And that can be like kind of cut out of time and looked at. And, and, you know, from people who came after that can look back at that moment and say, this is where society was. And that can be a form of, that, that can be considered art. I don't think, I think what Roger Ebert was saying is like, if you pick up a controller and start playing a game, your aim is to win the game. Or maybe it's just to have fun playing the game. And I can understand if you don't consider that portion art. You see what I'm saying? The game has... Uh, will likely have music, which can definitely be considered art. It, it will have a visual design, which can definitely be considered art. But I don't think the aspect of trying to win the game falls into the idea of the, tra the traditional idea of art. When you fast forward and then look back at what society was doing in the video game field, I think there are there are pieces that you can look at and say this is art. Okay. So. It's kind of a roundabout way to answer the question. I think there are different um, angles that you can look at it from. But, uh, but, but for the most part, I, from, I'm, from what I'm uh, surmising from your argument, you're saying yes. Am I correct? It's not like the game itself is art. It's a piece of society that was output from what, what was creative. It's like a creative piece of output from society from a specific right. period of time. And so... In that sense, it's art. I got you, yeah. All right, well, that's two yeses. Roy? <laughs> I would uh, say yes, yes with an asterisk. Yeah, Roy, another artist? What would you say? <laughs> I'm an artist. Um, sure. So I, in my notes, I wrote, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is like an accurate... So what I wrote is that like, I, I think video games are art but that's not really to elevate video games as a genre, but it's more that the bar for what qualifies as art <laughs> is pretty low. Uh, when you think of all the things that you can classify as art, like I, I would say like stand-up comedy is, is art. Like, right. I, wouldn't you say that? Like, I guess, like, yeah, I would they're say- They're doing like performance art. Yeah, I would say that, but also that's, I mean, it's, it's not, well, I, I was going to say it's not really participatory, 
participatory, but then again, it is sometimes. So I can't really say that. Never mind. But like in that sense, like like Larry the Cable Guy, that's art when when he's telling jokes. That's art. Um, I remember one time I was in some museum and one of the paintings was literally a blank canvas that like nothing was on it and it had some very pretentious title like i don't know like solitude or some <laughs> quasi intellectual title and that was so that's art too <laughs> and then um i think recently there was that banana that was duct taped to the wall and then like some guy ate the banana do you remember yeah, that I was one that was thinking in the... about that yeah it's yeah like miami so... or biennale or something yeah, yeah, and and people were aghast that this guy would eat the art right off the wall. But then I, I, I guess he ate a banana. But then him eating the art was the actual art. I don't know. So as you can see, <laughs> the definition of art is pretty flexible. Then like Shia LaBeouf does all that stuff where he like lets people touch him, and that's <laughs> art. So if all of that is art, then like of course video games have to be art, because uh, there's actual art in it i would say more so than some of those other things that, that i mentioned um but that i think an interesting follow-up might be um like what kinds of video games are yes. art um yeah so i would say something like final the final fantasy series or zelda or even things like um like metal gear solid or half-life hmm. like to me that's that's definitely art but then when I think of something like Mortal Kombat, I'm a little less hesitant. I'm a little more hesitant to say that that's art. That's just like beating, like you pick a character and you beat up another character. There's not even really a story arc or anything. I guess, I guess the story arc is that it's a tournament where you're trying to beat up everybody. <laughs> um, or what about but, games like, like Madden 95 or something, like a sports game? Right, right. If yeah. that's art, then, then does that mean sports are art? I, I would say no. Um, so to me, it's something about like having experience, sort of storyline, yeah, um, within the game that that elevates it to art. But I use the word elevate loosely because it, yeah, it's still. I don't know. It, it's not art the same way like a painting is, but but like, it's art. You know, it's interesting that um. I do find in a lot of cities in America and around the world, uh, that I, I'm starting to see uh, video game museums uh, mm. pop up. Uh, they're quite common. I know there's like I see there's a National Video Game Museum in the United States. Um, when I was in Saint Petersburg, Russia, there was like an like an old um, Soviet era video game. It was like video games from the Soviet era. Uh, which which was fast like that was the museum, um, so I guess if they're putting these things in a museum, then then, in a sense that that kind of acknowledges that they're art in some fashion. Um, what about pinball games? That's uh, <laughs> or pinball games art? I would say no. Where do we draw the line? That's the thing. Is it Monopoly? A, is it Monopoly an art? You know, is Yahtzee? <laughs> right, right. Well. I was going to say, for for me, obviously as a, as a big fan of Roger Ebert's writing, I'm tempted to agree with him. I am, but as a fan of video games, and as Derek said, the experience of video games, 
I'm gonna I lean toward yes as well. And I say lean to because I also think that there are video games that I would not hold in this high regard as artistic. Um, uh, some of the some of the Nintendo games I didn't think had artistic merit. I don't know if Bayou Billy I'd put on the same level as the Michelangelo's David, but <laughs> I would say that definitely Half Life, and uh, I always even think Bioshock, especially the second one. I believe at the very end of that game, if I remember correctly, I think your main the, the objective is like to commit suicide, actually, um, which is very strange for uh, a video game character to do. Um, but I think the experience can be considered art. However, the one thing that we all can't really determine right now is time, because in a hundred years, I don't know if people are going to look at Zelda and Final Fantasy as pillars of artistic achievement. It's hard to say, but they might. I don't know if they'll hold them on the same pedestal that we hold our paintings and our sculptures and our photographs that we talked about. It's too early to say. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. What do you guys think of that? I almost think t- the opposite of what you said, the comment you before, Jeffrey. Art. What? I think it was funny. Go ahead. What was the way? Complete opposite about what? Go ahead. Well, you said you think video games evolved to become art, but I would say the opposite. I would say the origins of video games are a form of art, and then most of the things that came after it are kind of just like um, rehashings of previous ideas or... Well, uh, I mean, I would say Pong is like table tennis. I mean, it's a game. It's a video game, literally, I would say. Yeah, if you're, if you're going to stand 100 years in the future and look right. back at this time, or the 80s, um, and look at what society produced at that time. Mm-hmm. And you, I think you could look at that as art and as, you know, the founding of video games kind of being a starting point for a new genre of entertainment. And I think that can be considered art. Um, just like, just to look at what our society was expressing itself at that time. Well, I get that point, but also I do feel that certain games do have an objective to win. I mean, Roy brought up Mortal Kombat. The concept of the video game itself, I would say, can be considered art. What would you give me an example? One example, would you Final Fantasy that Roy mentioned, or would you say like Half-Life, any of those? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess they, they both could be, because you could look... And you know, in fifty years, and say, what were people playing in the in the early nineties or the early two thousands, and then look at those as examples of what society produced as entertainment. Um, but then it's like, like what about Half Life Two and you know, Part Three and Part Four and Part Five of, of this and that? I mean, it's 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 like, I don't know. It's I I mean, I guess. I guess the, yeah. the, uh, the the definition of art is always evolving. So, but then, like what Roy said, like, do you consider sports art? Then it's like, what is a sport versus what is an art? You know? The slippery slope. I thought that the first uh, Saw movie was art, but then, like Saw two, three, four, five, six, whatever, uh, less less so art. Yeah, I uh, guess that's kind of what I'm saying. Where it's like, if you look at Pong. Like, that's a very unique visual style that only exists in the infancy of video games and existed for a specific reason and was created by society in a specific time to show where society was at. And so I think in that sense, it can be looked upon as art. So in the same instance, would you consider board games art? 
I think I don't think the act of playing a board game is art. I think that's something else. I don't mean to say it's not interesting or it's not um, a valid source of time, of, of like using your time. I just I think it's it's like entertainment. It's like fun. It's like a game. I don't think that I, I'm hesitant to put that in the same category as art. But I think the the design and the concept of like Monopoly would be considered a form of art just by looking back at when like standing ahead in time and looking back and saying this was created at this time and this is where society was and this is the design of the game at that time i think that can be looked at as art hmm. wes what do you think uh well i i agree with what everybody is saying i think we're all sort of saying variations of the same thing and um Playing a Which game, is kind of like, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of like a scale of like, there are games, board games included, uh, that are more artistic, and then there are video games that are less artistic, and then, you know, sometimes there are also, it also like depends on like what was the intention when they, when when the game was created. If you're, you know, sometimes uh, the purpose is just to have an experience and that could be considered art, um, just playing through something. Like there are some weird games I play where it's just like you're just there to observe and interact. You're not there to win. It's just like a, you're in an, an environment. And some games are there to tell a story. So in some ways, um, storytelling... I would argue is an art, and uh, so there's. Uh, I think games that tell better stories or more powerful stories probably are more artistic. I don't know. There's just like a lot of think about, right? Like everyone has been saying. I think the word that well, is always that trips my brain up when we talk when I talk about this type of subject is the word game, because I would say that video there's there's video games and then there's more like experiences. Like there are video uh, experiences where, as you said, like you're just observing something, you're not really, you don't have a concrete objective. You don't have to know a certain number of combos or cheat codes or anything or collect certain items to, to win the experience. And I feel like maybe video games will be renamed something in the coming years to something else as they get closer and closer to what, uh, to the definition, the classical definition of art, perhaps. I think uh, it's still in its infancy. Uh, even though I, I know it sounds weird because you know, Pong is, was more than intimacy, but I think we're still, I mean, let's face it, it let's we'll all say art is what, uh, video game art is what, 30, 40 years old? I mean, and all the paintings and sculpting we're talking about has been around for a millennia. So it's hard to say if it will hold up to those works of art. But, you know, it's interesting to think about because, you know, it could be. It could be held up as uh, you know, some of the great works of the 20th century, the 21st century, in a museum or something. I mean, currently is a museum right now, but, but it'd be interesting to see if that's going to hold. Unfortunately, as I said, it's too early to say if it will. I like to think so, because as, as, I, said, it, as I said, it had a big impact on me growing up, and I know it had an impact. I know these games had a very big impact on all of you as well. So. It's interesting to note, um, as far as the demographics like old older people for the most part do not play video games 
uh <laughs> mostly um i guess there are a few that I, do i'm gonna say um, i have to, i just like it's funny you say that because the person in my family who got me nintendo was my mom and she's <laughs> like she was the one who wanted me to have it and i'm like what and i wasn't even it wasn't even my radar but anyway since you go ahead please um yeah. and i guess there are a lot of like yeah. uh, facebook moms playing farmville or, or there were <laughs> but 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 I, I guess what i'm getting at is, is like uh when you think of art like the type that's in a museum you don't think of that as being specific to age groups like, like all ages go to the museum to appreciate art but then for whatever reason all ages do not really play video games it's very much um a young uh pastime right and so something about that makes me question how artistic it really is because then wouldn't every age demographic find value in it and the fact that yeah don't you think that when we're you know in 50 years people who are old you know old people will be people who grew up with video games and maybe we'll still be playing them. Well, I don't. I guess I'm like I don't play play them much anymore. Um, I guess I guess I do have friends that do. Um, I mean, yeah. There's... I I don't. I, yeah. I guess as as another generation uh, 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 transpires, yeah, it might be that old people do play video games. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, anything that was a very good discussion. I, I think we uh, covered a lot. With that. Yeah, now that we certainly ended the debate once and for all. <laughs> On to my recommendation, and it involves time travel. Eh, Derek. Eh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. Anyway, uh, it's called Outlander. Have you guys heard of it? We Outlander. About it? Sorry. Yeah. Is that the one that. about the lady in Scotland? <laughs> Well, it's about a uh, a World War II nurse in 1945 who gets transported back to Scotland in 1743. Yeah, it's my been... mom and her sisters have read all those books. <laughs> well, okay, it's based on an, an... Sorry, Derek. Yeah, I, I saw the first few episodes of Outlander, and this was kind of in preparation to a trip to Scotland. I actually visited the area that uh, it takes place oh, cool. in. Well, and, uh, good. Uh, when, when I was little side note when i was in scotland i went to the isle of sky which um way way up north uh northwest part of scotland and the tour guide <laughs> played the outlander theme while we were <laughs> while we were crossing into the island of the isle of sky to kind of like set the theme and uh, he was like this is from outlander if you he, he kind of talked about sean connery um, <laughs> Well, uh, the the series obviously by Diana Gabaldon. I'm not saying it right, Gabaldon, and then developed by Ronald D. Moore, who was a writer on Star Trek, and Star Trek: uh, The Next Generation, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, and Battlestar Galactica, just to name a few. Uh, he developed the show, and uh, I, uh, I saw the first couple episodes. It's very interesting if you enjoy historical fiction. Um, it's it's nice to see. Uh, a show that has adult themes, but it's also got an action-adventure feel to it. When I say adult, I mean there is sexuality and nudity and, I would say, pretty violent uh, scenes that would not be suitable for a younger audience. And it's nice to uh, see that kind of uh, 
well, not say it's like kind of, I see sex and violence. No, but it's nice to uh, see that kind of subject uh, post Game of Thrones, not post Game of Thrones, this type of same sort of style that I appreciated in Game of Thrones. So she goes from World War II, 1945, to Scotland, what was it, 1600s? Scotland. No, 1743. 1743. Very that seems like they, they did like a random number generator and like a random country generator. Uh, like we're gonna go from here to here let's see what happens yeah well it's it's definitely got a lot of um i don't want to say too much because i haven't seen too much to be honest with you to say but what's interesting about it is that in the 17 i'm sorry in the 1945 scenes he's with a man who's researching his own genealogy in scotland and when she travels back in time he runs into his great ancestor played by the same actor who is the antagonist uh, of the story, and she was nothing, wants nothing to do with him. So it's interesting to see that dichotomy about her being with someone in the present tense, so to speak, and being a very loving uh, husband, but then in the past, his ancestor being quite the opposite. So just interesting to see. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but I do recommend it. I do think it's, it's got a lot of interesting things going on. I mean, I haven't seen the majority of the show, I'm only, you know, in the first season, but I, I do think it's worth a watch if you're interested in that subject. What subject? Time traveling from World War II to Scotland? If you're interested in Scottish, Scottish history, if you're interested in, you know, uh, uh, that, I would say like Game of Thrones style action, if you're interested in uh, historical fiction, that kind of subs, you know, and if you like time travel, I mean, that's always fun. Okay. The, um, the scenery of the show. Um, yeah. I, th- I think it's it's got that cool Celtic uh, scenery, and um, it's I think it's filmed on site, if I'm not mistaken. So, I, nice. I, I how come that's how come the basketball team is not called the Boston Celtics? How come they're called the Celtics? Good question. I don't know. I've always wondered that. You've we'll, always we'll wondered re- that. We'll research that. Yeah. For... Thanks for joining us today. Send us a message at coast to coast to coast podcast at gmail.com. That's coast the number two, coast the number two, and then coast podcast at gmail.com. We'll talk to you all next week.